Miller. On this episode of our Softball Little League World Series inaugural all-female grounds crew uh, from Greenville, North Carolina, we have Sun Roseline and Sarah Martin, two certified sports field managers, and honestly, two of the most dedicated, um, kind, caring, and loving uh, people that you will ever meet in this industry. Um, And the work they've done over the years in service for the Sports Field Management Association and to all of us um, in this industry is unparalleled. Um, And to be able to talk to them together in an interview on this podcast was probably one of the highlights of my career. Um, Sun has been so genuine and kind in any situation, any time we've met, any time we've sat and talked, and it's it was just awesome to be um, allowed to be a part of this again transformative event. Like there are so many things that are going to come out of this, and the work that she did to get this off the ground, uh, and to be able to bring together the first ever all female grounds crew is historic. Um, it is going to change everything for our industry moving forward. Um, and again, son, I can't thank you enough for allowing me to, again, tell the story somewhat. And Sarah, thank you so much for always being um, such a, a mentor, not just to the people that were there, but again, like whenever anyone needs anything, you've always been there. Uh, you've always, uh, always made sure it was a good time, you know. Um, and that, that's something that I will always take with me after this event is the, just how much you enjoy being a groundskeeper and how much you enjoy interacting with those around you and being a part of the team. Um, and the jokes, I, <laughs> I'm not sure if I can tell the jokes, but I will, I will always remember the great time we had down in Greenville. Um, but again, to these two they have done so much for all of us we need to be so eternally grateful for all the work they've done as members of the board president uh, past presidents to future presidents of the SFMA um, and just their overall dedication to bringing this industry to the forefront of everyone not just females but every single person out there um, making sure people know who you are and the again the importance and the significance of who you are as a sports field manager and that is something that I have always tried to uh, take to the next level in my classroom and to give my community better awareness again of who a sports field manager is and the role they play in a in a child's life in a professional athlete's life in a collegiate player's life even those like when we're talking about just parks and rec sports stuff like that like there are so many things that we need to be doing as an industry that these two have done for years and years now. And to that, I am eternally grateful, son. And Sarah, I truly cannot thank you enough. Um, again, thank you for everything. Um, and it was really great to have this experience with you guys. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in Utah. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode of Tiger Turf Talk.
Good morning from Greenville, North Carolina, home of the Softball Little League World Series. We are here on site with Miss Sarah Martin, uh, CSFM, City of Phoenix Parks Water Resource Manager, and Sun Roseline, the Stadium Manager for the North Area Athletic Complex. How are you guys doing today? It's such a great event here we're here for. How has it been so far? Obviously, day three or day two, correct? Something like that? This is day two for most of the crew. Gotcha, so, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, of us came in early, so this is day four. That's but, awesome. Uh, yeah, we're rocking it. Rocking yeah. and rolling. You guys excited to be here? I mean, it's uh, such an incredible event, such a historic moment in sports field management history, you know. What's it been like for you guys being here with all the girls and uh, just, I mean, doing the job of what every sports field manager does? This is awesome. Yeah. Like, epic, amazing, all the big words. All the big, <laughs> I love that. It is kind of hard to put in words and, and to describe mm-hmm. what it is because a it's our it's our jobs right. Yep. It's what we do every day. So it's in that aspect, it's not that different. Um, it is a little bit for me because I'm in rectangle sports. And I haven't <laughs> yeah, in a while, but, yeah. Um, I love that rectangle time, sports. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> at the same time, we understand how important this is. You know, making history here, first time it's ever happened in sports field world with um, having a, a large contingent of female. Together. Absolutely. Now, you were part of the first one in golf and the second one. Um, what has it been like for you sort of coming to this and seeing it on the sports side compared to the golf side? Uh, it's so exciting. Uh, you know, the golf was an incredible experience, but it's a tangent industry, but it's not like my home industry. And now to be here with these people, I mean, I've known these women for many years i won't put a number on that but uh, <laughs> we wouldn't ask we would not ask that number no a, a lot of friends that i've known for for many years um serve together on boards and committees with and um it's just it's phenomenal to get to bring everybody together yeah i mean i'm walking in yesterday i was like this is just incredible and being able to do this here i'm so excited to be able to see i mean such a, and the big thing is it's such a far reach when it comes to like you're from Colorado, obviously, Arizona. Um, and also just, again, sort of the young kids that are here to where you guys are at. And then the old, old people like Chris. No, <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> Seriously? No. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's okay. I am old I said Chris. I didn't say you. <laughs> so it's okay. No. It's okay. No, again, it's just incredible to see all of that sort of come together here in Greenville. Um with everything, obviously, with sports field management and everything, um, what has it been like for you guys just over the years, sort of, again, coming to this point where obviously there are so many of you here uh, and to see that sort of growth from where you first started, obviously with the board and everything you guys have worked, uh, what has it been like for you guys to see the growth in our industry? This is, like, I keep saying awesome and it feels crazy to say that word so many times I'm, but it's really amazing from my first conference with then STMA and just being a couple of us and now to being here and hearing it announced that it's the all female grounds crew when we're out there doing the third inning drag and it is just cool like I love seeing the young girls come up we're just we're going to keep expanding we're going to keep growing trying to let these young girls on the field that are playing know that this is a job like this is such an incredible opportunity and 
it's it's just really cool. I think that's probably the most incredible part. You know, obviously, son, we talked about like expanding our industry as a whole. You know, being able to show like I I don't want to say bad words, but like you guys are like boss ass bitches. Sorry. <laughs> just say bad words. <laughs> but I like. again just like this is done across the country at all levels and everything and just to be able to show again such a young group of girls who love the love the sports you know uh that's always been my big thing is showing kids that are in sports that love it have a passion for it but maybe not be able to do it you know me being one of them obviously you know (laughs) um yeah exactly so again i think that's probably the biggest significance of of this week and it's just incredible to be here um a little bit of a shift obviously you guys both have worked with sfma for so long and they played a role in this and everything uh what has it been like for you again serving on boards as president future presidents here um (laughs) um again just the organization as a whole and obviously there's a whole new name and everything just like the growth that you guys have contributed to our industry what has it been like for you being on those boards and being a part of what this has become that's a big question my friend i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i didn't write i didn't write a script because there's so many of these today so i was like i'm just gonna go with it so well so sarah is the second female president of STMA at the time, yes. and now um, SFMA, will, I'll be the third, which is really exciting, um, and a lot of it is about, you know, visibility for our industry in the whole, right, being here, being visible, um, but getting out in everybody's communities to show, like, this is a fantastic career, uh, we have a great network, we have a lot of fun at what we do every day, um, and there's an association to back and, and educate and support you in the industry is, uh, it feels really special. Absolutely. Um, with that, obviously, in a, in a role from the past, like, what has it been like to see, again, people like Sun come up for, like, the next time being the president and seeing their impact on it? Um, obviously, Nick just kind of flipped the script on us <laughs> when it comes to the name and everything. But what has it been like for you to sort of have that role and then see it sort of grow to where we are at today? Well, you said Nick flipped the switch, but that was a long time coming. Yes, sorry. So, so don't don't put it all on him, even though he was, sorry, Nick. You don't get all the credit. An amazing one, thank goodness. It was not me up there with all the fireworks and the band that would have scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> I will. I'll tell you, um, I was surprised about the band walking in. I was I like, I think I levitated out of my chair. Yeah. Um, but it's just been a little surreal. Um, being in that, when I got elected, I was like, what? No way. You know, it was, it's just, I've been in this organization for many years. Um, actually more than half of my life has been STMA, SFMA, not, you know, it's, it's crazy. And this organization means so, excuse me, so much to me, um, the support that we get from each other and the women in this industry that support each other is phenomenal. Um, we we have our, our kind of a, a Zoom group that we meet every six weeks or so. Just That's to, so awesome. We started it during COVID because obviously we missed a conference, mm-hmm. um, all that good stuff. But it's been really good 
women supporting women, and I don't want to downplay the men in this industry that are we also suck. It's okay. no. <laughs> so supportive. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing people. This organization is so much about camaraderie, and I, I hate that word, but I, it's I, so much about It's so true though, right? And sharing and spreading the knowledge, and you can pick up the phone and call anybody, and they'll call you back. Like, it's been... I don't even know the word to describe like what it means to me and how much it's been amazing to watch it grow. Yeah. yeah, I would add to that for sure, like the women supporting women, but we also have men who are champions for us, right? You giving us the opportunity to sit here and chat with you and get the word out there. I don't, don't know. You're helping spread the word. Well, I appreciate you guys inviting me. That's on rock you guys, men, you rock. know. But Chris Ball, even when I called, I didn't even know him before this. We'd yeah. cross paths at a conference or something, mm-hmm. but I sent him a message and I was like, hey... <laughs> I have an this idea. Might be crazy. I have an idea, but, uh, <laughs> but he's willing to jump on board, and that's awesome. And, and he welcomes everybody here, and he's—I feel like he's pretty excited about it. So um, yeah, absolutely, you know, it, it's—it's it's definitely a team effort, like anything. We're around sports all the time, but we're also a team as far as field managers, industry-wide, nationwide. So I do feel like that. I know you hate the word camaraderie, but it, it's so true. Like just when you look at an industry as a whole. Not even like talk about engineering. I don't think many engineers know cross country who we're talking about and whatnot. Um, even like I'm in the world of education alongside turf. I know plenty of people in my area. I don't have relationships with people across the country. You know, there's not. Well, I shouldn't say that because I have helped a couple people start programs out there. But it's not like a an education connect. It's a turf connect still. You know, so uh, and I think that one of the biggest things about this industry should draw more people in is the people like you guys who are there all the time, wherever you need it, whether that's personal matters, like say someone's struggling and you need to talk to someone, it's, they're always there, you know, and it's not really like that in other industries, you know, it's not a personal connection along the professional side of things, you know, uh, Chris Acton called me the other night and I was, I mean, he checks in all the time. He's my former boss. So it's like, no one would do that if you were like <laughs> just somebody along the line, you know? So, um, that's something I've always loved about this industry and being able to show kids like you guys are right now. I think that is what it's all about. You know, uh, people are always like, why the hell would you leave a job in an MLB stadium to go teach what you guys are doing right now is exactly why, you know? So, uh, I can't thank you enough for that. Um, with SFMA, uh, we're kind of in a time where uh, there's transitioning. Obviously, CEO, uh, something came out the other day about board uh, uh, is applications right now. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Throw your hat in the ring for it. Bring it. I don't know about that. Well, to everybody, not just no, you. No, for sure. Yes, 100%. What is it that you're looking for? So let's 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 talk about throwing our hat in the ring and whatnot. What are you looking for for a board member when it comes to being a part of, again, such an incredible group of people who have such an impact on the day-to-day when it comes to being a part of the organization and uh, education for conferences, different chapters, being, again, sort of an outlet for all of them? What is it? That well, this is a double way. We will do both. What are you looking for specifically, and what are you looking for uh, in those people to join the board? Because obviously, you guys know who you're looking for and the people you've worked with. You know, so interest, excitement, um, 
a little bit of level-headedness. Like you've got to be able to see the big picture. But we need people who are passionate, that really like their niche and their category, I should say. But you also have to look at the big picture. But really, for me, it comes down to participation and just really wanting to get in there and get your hands dirty. If you've been on committees, you kind of have a little bit of a feel for it. I also really recommend committee work for anybody who wants to get involved. And if you're really wanting to get a board position, get on some committees. Gotcha. Let us know who you are because we're at that point where it's impossible for a group of people to know everybody anymore, which is great and mm-hmm. terrifying all at the same time. So um, I'm more on the terrifying side. I'm like, well, hey. and son and son and I, I you could vouch for this too. Like everybody knows who we are, and we're like, hey guy. <laughs> you know, we I recognize faces, but I'm terrible with names. I hear like, you. We met you three years ago, and I'm all cool, awesome, groovy, awesome. great. Let's, let's keep going. But yeah, really interest excitement willingness to participate gotcha absolutely passion you mentioned as well um servant leadership i mean you're there to represent your segment of the industry and to think about uh what's gonna do best for our membership in general not just not just your state not just uh you know your facility but but the whole group together on the whole and make everything better you know best we can um, and we're an industry full of people who are willing to jump in and get their hands dirty. And absolutely. I mean, people who will step up and say, yep, sign me up, put my name on the list, whatever it is, I got gotcha. you. I got your back. And it's, it's not, it's a commitment, but it's not your life. Gotcha. I mean, the industry is a lot of our lives, but you're, you're not signing up for... 10 hours a week. You're, you're not doing a full-time job for, yeah. <laughs> right. for you, something that you're not getting paid for or not yeah. <laughs> actually there. So, yeah, no, I hear what yeah. you're saying. But I feel like, too, anytime you volunteer for something, you can never give near as much as what you receive from that, right? Um, I and, love and that. You, you give your heart, you give everything you can, but it, it you're rewarded tenfold for sure. And and that's not why we do it, but it's, it's an incredible experience. I've made some amazing friends. This girl's one of them. Um, it's just phenomenal, the people that you get to work with. And you, like you said, you may never get that chance in a, in a different atmosphere. And it's it's really, really great. Absolutely. Um, what So if to gain interest for other people, so maybe people are listening to this, what would you say some of like, not maybe the benefits, but some of the, obviously you were taking, like you get more out of it when you put into it. What are some of the things they could do, uh, committees that they're on, whether it's education, membership, different things like that? What are you guys focusing on as a board when it comes to the annual work uh, of coming in to, again, say uh, Utah? Is that sort of like the time frame, what we're focusing on or whatever? I'm sorry, I'm babbling. (laughs) For the education, you mean? For anything. For like when you're on the board helping in every facet of the whole of organization if that makes sense yeah i mean sorry really we're trying to our i mean our mission is to educate our members right so they have the tools that they need and the knowledge that they need so that when they go out in the field they're going to be successful um resources you know whatever we can do to help our members gotcha win basically um 
So that's that's always the goal. That's you know, it's the first thing we read in board meetings is our mission and vision statements because we want to keep that top of mind of this is why we're here. Decision made based off of that. Gotcha. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, obviously, the other side of the transition right now is the CEO. Uh, and I'm very, I mean, Kim's been around for so long and she did such an incredible job for everyone. Um, it's a transition that has not been normal for SFMA really right there. She's been around for how long? 18 years. So, <laughs> yeah, long time. Yeah. So a lot of people are like, well, we haven't done this in a while. Um, what has the process been like with the board being a part of it? Like just sort of, what are you looking for? How are you going to be? approaching the situation and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to i just thought i'd ask uh yeah i mean we've put a task group together together who have identified some um qualities that we're looking for in our next leader and things that we think will help take sfma to the next level uh be successful and continue to grow and um so yeah we're in the process right now it's really exciting that's awesome um not something that any of us thought we would be dealing with, for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and really have to thank Kim Heck for everything she did for us. Absolutely. Way. But um, yeah, so it's exciting. If to I'm see allowed to ask, if I'm allowed, what are some of the qualities you're looking for, focusing on sort of taking the vision of what Sports Field Management Association is? What are some of those qualities you're looking for in the leader that will take over? I, I don't think it's anything that anybody wouldn't already know. Gotcha. Like you, you need to be globally minded. You need to be some association management. You need to have some of those skills. Um, and I, I don't want to say this flippantly because I don't. You know, we we know our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, we need some a business minded person. Gotcha. Is kind of. Yeah, and we but, touched on it earlier. Servant leadership. Like, sir, that's, exactly. That's what this whole thing leadership. is about, right? That's. Well, for me at least, that's no, that's no, a big part it of my should passion. be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's when you're looking for someone to sort of take the mantle up of what the whole new branding is and being able to bring that to light for everyone. You know, you have to be able to be there for your members. You have to be there for everything that goes along the way. Um, but I do appreciate the business acumen side of things because personally, I feel like I we totally need understand that. You know. I'm always intrigued, like, if there was, like, a sports field manager that was interested in doing it, like, would that be something that would be, in, like, possible? Would it be better to have a business mind? Uh, I've always, like, again, just sort of, like, CEO, I don't understand business that much, even though I almost got a business degree. <laughs> That's encouraging. <laughs> well, I only took two classes in it, you okay. know. It wasn't, I wasn't okay, fully gotcha. fledged. I was in my junior year uh, in turf, and I was, uh, my boss at the time, Matt Brown with the Pirates now, he uh, got a, his business degree. And I was like, I wonder how hard it would be to just get, like, a double major. And I went in, took two classes, and I was like, nope. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I do think that, in general, if you're a student out there or you're looking to get some extra education, that the business side is really important. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's what, and, talking to him, that was always big. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend taking some of those classes that if there's stuff out there about people management because we've got the agronomy down. Yeah. The people, which are amazing, but like on your individual crews, you'll spend more time dealing with people than you will deciding what you're going to do to your turf grass or your infield or your rectangle or... Absolutely. 1,000%. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. Yep. That's, that's something that 
I mean, as a teacher, I always try to focus on building the person more than the field manager, you know, because they can get that down the line. But Mm -hmm. if I send a kid who's not a good person down the line, they're going to be like, nope, you're done. So that's sort of the idea behind it. Yeah, you get the right people and you can teach them the science, the agronomy piece. 100%. But you can't teach people grit and drive and passion and those kinds of things. 100%. I try to teach the agronomy stuff with it, obviously, (laughs) but... (laughs) Yeah, I hope so. No, just a little bit, you know? (laughs) Turf teacher, nah... You didn't learn what nitrogen is? Oh, that's not good. <laughs> um, with that, I sort of transitioning, and we'll, we'll keep it to the people. Um, obviously, you guys work on a pretty large scale when it comes to your stadium, and obviously with the city of Phoenix, there are so many moving parts. What has it been like for you sort of developing that leadership style that works for you and for the people that you're working with? It's been a crapshoot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, everybody, like, you have a crew, and you have, you learn your crew. You know who you can joke with. You know who you can't. You know how the team's going to work. You know who loves to, well, nobody loves to weed eat, but you know who's going to handle <laughs> certain jobs better. And and my leadership style has gone from wallflower to snarky crazy lady. Love um, it. So Get that on a t-shirt, people. <laughs> That's amazing. So the folks that know me back in 97 know that I am a much more outgoing... Well, I was always snarky, but I wasn't vocal about it. Yeah, I hear you. So, That's me. But it's just, it's, it's an evolution of learning, and it's also comfort. Um, I've been doing this for 25, I don't even know years now and I'm just much more confident in my my person and my decisions and this is who I am and take it or leave it um, but kind of nicer than that I would hope <laughs> um, what about you son uh, so crew wise you know, it's just myself and Christy Clay uh, so we have a very large crew the two of us a very uh, amazing crew. I was going to say get the job done <laughs> crew yeah, you know, we, we work really well together which really helps us get through all the hard things um, but then we're unique in that we flip the switch at night and we're event managers so we're dealing with coaching staffs and we're the home field for six high schools so not one coaching staff but six different coaching staffs God bless you. plus the visiting team <laughs> plus the school administrators plus the officials plus our uh, game worker employees you know the ticket sellers and takers and then concessions and all those yeah. things that you think so um, but really I think you know what I try to keep in mind is that you know we throw a part we call it a party every night you know nice. we want everybody Love to come that. And have a great experience have Love fun that. clean up get ready to do it again tomorrow and um, I just want to keep people smiling like we should be having fun we, we spend a lot of time at work and our jobs and our stadiums and um, if you're not having a good time if you're not smiling you're not doing it right uh, that's that's how people need to look at their lives you know mm-hmm. Especially, that's, a lot of people forget what, I don't know if happiness is the right word, but like, when you're working, you're not supposed to be miserable. You're not supposed to hate your life. You're not supposed to have stress to the point where you're going gray. Pointing well, that's going to happen anyway. Well, I did it at 21, okay. so. <laughs> you know what I mean? You want to look right there. It's been since 21, <laughs> which is not good. Not a good sign for me. But uh, genetics. I, I hope so. <laughs> My, Tell me about your education degree. 
my education degree? Uh, <laughs> no, the kids Sorry. cause me stress. No, you're good. <laughs> it's the... I don't know. I've always stressed myself out with stuff. I think that's why I turned gray real quick, was just like making sure I made lived up to the potential that I needed to be, and whether it was bosses or whether it was the kids, you know, just making sure that I wasn't letting them down and stuff. So that was probably my gray hair story. But uh. <laughs> well, we, we worry about that. Yeah. As that's the kind of people that we are, and I've kind of noticed those are the ones that, and I'm not trying to... No, no, sound egotistical but rise to the top is the I keep turning away from the microphone um, you're good the ones that really care and it. are really passionate and really want to do a good job and we worry sometimes unnecessarily about mm-hmm. not doing a good job 100% and I um, think that's huge you're you're not going to be on your A game 100% of the time and you're going to have bad days and but then you know who to call to to talk you off the ledge or <laughs> push you off the ledge if you need it or push you off the um ledge. please don't you do need that. a jump. Please don't do that to me. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you need a push. No, that's um, very, very true. Or just in general to to help you through and, and my crew sometimes will be said, Why aren't you upset about this? And I'm like, I'm really, really upset about this but me getting fired up and putting all that fired up energy into it. I know the things that I can change and the things I can't change, and that's one of the growths that I have kind of gotten to with and, years. Yeah, and I think I think that's one of another unique thing about our industry is the the learning from your mistakes type thing. There are a lot of people out there that have a mistake and that's it. You can't come back from it or whatnot. So, like being able to have those experiences. And be, have critical thinking and be able to take that critical thinking and create a formula that works, you know. Um, I think that's what's incredible about this industry. And uh, what I love about this is getting to learn those sort of those equations for everyone, you know. Like, obviously, you guys, you have the, the desert and you have monsoon season. You're in the mountains and it's just completely different on those scales, you know. I would never be able to go grass where you're at. I would be like, oh, man, what are we doing? Like, it's... You, can. you totally could. You totally yeah. Could. You, you would call Sun <laughs> or you would exactly. call me and you'd yeah. grow grass. You'd be yeah. great. <laughs> I appreciate that. But I, that's... It's just crazy to me. And the other part you were talking about that I love is the... Uh, when you call people, whether you need kicking the ass or not. Like, I love when I get to call someone and you kind of just like forget about your world for a minute. You know what I mean? I think that is one of the best things about having people who have similar issues, similar uh, situations that you've been through and be able to just talk about things like that is not your field or not your facility. It's allows you to sort of get a a nice escape for a little bit, you know, just thinking about something else and whatnot. Um, And I know this is a weird take on things. I always love coming to events like this because of it shows you how big the world really is you know you were talking about the philippines team and everything that they've been uh uh experiencing here and you don't think about things like that and that's what's great about meeting people in different areas and seeing what they've been through so um yeah sorry i'm babbling (laughs) it's all good it's your show man yeah (laughs) um with everything, uh, what are some of the things you hope to do in the future when it comes to events like this? Uh, is there bigger plans, other places, same place, 
Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. There's, there's a, a whole wide world out there. All kinds of different sports, different events, different levels, uh, and so much talent in our industry that I feel like we can put a crew together, no matter what gender. Yeah. Put a crew together, jump in, help out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, labor is short, right? Nobody has enough hands. If you have too many hands, send them my way because I could certainly use some help. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, and volunteering, is it's a fantastic experience. So trying to build some framework to make this happen, to help each other out because that's what we do. Right? Yep, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, the Field of Dreams was the other night. I always, it's just incredible to see, you know. You don't really think about the movie that much until you see that and you're like oh wait i gotta go rewatch the movie it's been a long time since i've seen it so yeah um we, i'm sorry i lost my train of thought there um movie quotes <laughs> i quote baseball movies all the time oh, which one's your favorite let's go let's, let's go that route we'll go non-field now non-sports joe field. boo needs a refill <laughs> Mine's from... Give me uh, some cervezas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have a funny one, but the right. Tom Hanks line in A League of Their Own where the hard is what makes it great. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I was I was a big uh, Angels in the Outfield mm -hmm. as a kid, and that's I just ran with that. I was watching it like three times a day type thing when I was a child, so I always still say it's my favorite movie. <laughs> that way I'm, I'm consistent, you know? Well, Speaking of gray hairs, I just got a couple more when you said that. I was not a child when that movie was so, <laughs> <laughs> so sure, I, I was not. I always get yelled at by the teachers in my school when I say my age. They're yeah. like, they're like, no. It's like, they're like, I could be your mother. I'm yeah. like, sorry. Well, a couple of these girls, they're, they were born the year that I graduated from high school. And some of them even later. Mm -hmm. And I'm all... Well, I know... It's the, awesome, though. When I felt old... Sorry. <laughs> was when I found out my graduating class was born in, like, 2005. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know? I was like, this is not good. We're getting... The other thing I'm forgetting is it's the 20s. Like, when you talk about, like, the time frame, the roaring 20s, we're in that time frame right now. It's not like the 90s anymore. It's like... But, uh, no. I, my moment of that was... So, this last spring, I had my 17-year work anniversary. I've been at my stadium for 17 years. That's incredible. Congratulations. And I I've been there longer than most of the athletes have been on the planet. So, yeah, that was... That was, that was one of those. <laughs> that was, this is the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my my teachers they they graduated high school or college when I was born. They didn't like that very much. I was like, sorry, mm -hmm. didn't mean to didn't mean to do that. But um, how's everything going back home? Obviously, this year's been kind of chaotic when it comes to weather and climate change. I guess I, if it's a thing, if it's not, I'm not going to be the, the arguer or anything. Um, have you guys had a normal years or anything? We've had a very hot and humid year here on the East Coast. Dry is normal in Arizona, mm -hmm. but we've actually had monsoon this year, so we had some. We've gotten some rain in the past couple weeks, which prepared me for yesterday being soaked <laughs> all day. Sorry. Um, yeah, thanks, North Carolina. I didn't bring the rain. I promise. Um, <laughs> no, it was actually really, really kind of cool. Um, we're we're used to dry. Yeah. So it's just been a lot of years of dry. Gotcha. So that's kind of, we're in a drought, um, but it's business as usual as far as we're just trying to conserve, educate, 
do the best we can. Gotcha. Um, we're Arizona's a desert, so we're already conserving. People don't have big lawns. They don't, you know, it's desert landscape, all that. Good I was going to say a lot. A lot of desert landscape. I remember out in mm-hmm. Phoenix at that SFMA. I was like, wow, look at all the not lawns. <laughs> when I first moved there, I was like, wow, everything is gray and brown. <laughs> <laughs> and now I see the different shades of gray and brown um, and green that is there. But it's, yeah. it's a definite. I got off the plane here and I went, whoa, claustrophobic trees. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That was crazy. That is amazing. Anyway, sorry. I'll pass it over. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd agree. It's been hot in Denver for sure, dry as yeah. usual, but um, cooled off a little bit lately. We've gotten a little bit of rain, which is really nice, and uh, so we get back on Tuesday, and fall season starts for us on Thursday, so we're, uh, we're ready to hit the ground. Yeah, I think I got two phone calls this morning at Buffield's back at home. I'm like, guys, it's Saturday. Yeah. Can we, like, give me a second? Like, <laughs> No, no, no that's exactly. <laughs> but... Uh, Obviously, uh, I kind of want to dive into your work a little bit more because uh, I've actually talked to Rose before. Uh, Rose, Miss Roseline, I can't. I'm sorry, oh, son. Rose. You're fine. Nice. I'm sorry, son. It's okay. I'm, I'll get it. That's terrible. I'm sorry. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> um, with everything that you're doing, conservation is probably critical on the West Coast right now, obviously. Um, what has it been like for you sort of seeing the growth of conservation practices? What have you been educating people on and all that when it comes to water management out in Phoenix? Well, a lot of what I do is is I monitor our water reports and our water usage, and I send out a lot of emails to folks saying, hey, check out, you know, what's going on at this site. And, you know, we have amazing staff. Um, Most of the time, they shoot me an email right back, hey, I had a mainline break here, I had some stuck heads here, Uh, you know, we fixed them right away, you know, and that kind of stuff. So, they're really doing the best they can to stay on top of things, but our, our message is really, if you see it, tell somebody, you know. Um, again, like the whole entire world, we, we're short-staffed. People, you know, we have, you, go, you don't get to all of your parks every day. I don't know how many of you have been to Phoenix, know what Phoenix is, but it's an ecological sprawl <laughs> of a city. It is ginormous as far as land-wise. Um, so many parks, so many facilities. We have mountain preserves within the city. Um, our park rangers do a great job. So just trying to help everybody out and, you know, you see it, report it. Our street landscape, you know, we don't take care of that. The streets department does, mm-hmm. but I call them a lot and say, hey, I got a report. You know, we had this blow up. You know, somebody drives over a curb. It happens everywhere. Um, but we just work really closely together to, to stay on top of things. Um, we're trying to use smart controllers. And, gotcha. Um, we, we do... We're actually getting one next year at Brentsville. It's very exciting. We, yeah. I love being able to go in and turn on and off my irrigation from my cell phone. Um, very, very exciting. It's, it's so great. Um, so bougie. I love that. It's bougie, but it's amazing. Um, it's bougie in a good way. It's not. It's so, not. A, it's not an unnecessary way, right? No, but it is efficient. It's really efficient. It's really helpful. Um, even our controllers that are not smart controllers, we use a program that the former water resource manager came up with that takes each month's ET and kind of breaks it down. So we're That's we're awesome. operating on ET on everything, even what isn't smart controllers. Uh, some really big giant flying thing. I've got just it. Came Don't worry. Um, 
So if it's a bee, don't smack it. <laughs> don't anger oh, it. If it's I smack it, it, it will. Don't anger okay. the wasp. It will be dead. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I wouldn't want to get anybody in trouble here. Um, but yeah, so we're just really trying to be as... And we're also looking at fixtures and, you know, do the flush rates of the toilets, are they as efficient as possible? Because it's not just about field irrigation. The one area, yeah. That's right. awesome. It's all over the board. <laughs> I would I would lose it. I'd be like, wait, what part of that is that? Okay, toilets, we've got showers, irrigation. I'd be like all over the place, so I don't know how you guys do it. Um, son, one step at a time. <laughs> son, with... She was talking about ET and everything... What has it been like for you sort of using different things along that lines for the scientific side of things on such, again, I, what you do, I still don't know how incredible the work is, and I would never be able to do anything like that. Um, what are you using specifically to sort of optimize what you're using, whether it's fertilizer or even paint, like things like where you're trying to conserve money and resources to benefit you and your budget and be able to do other things? Oh, boy. Another big question. Uh, <laughs> king of the big I'm question. still trying to get yeah, over the fact yeah. that I called you Rose for a it's second okay. there. I'm so We're sorry. Good. We're, good. We're yeah. moving on. Um, so, yeah, we do have to be very efficient, especially being a high school facility. It's not like we have a – we don't have a very bougie budget. But um, <laughs> we have four irrigation controllers, and one of them is a smart controller based off of ET. So we kind gotcha. of – I kind of cheat and use that to base the other controllers the other off, off of, of, so I kind of know – uh, what's going on but so the national wind technology research center is two miles north of us Ooh, so cool. et is pretty crazy that's it was awesome. a lot of water through that um so we're using wetting agents to try to hang on to water as much as possible get water spread through the uh, soil profile and stuff um but yeah just making the best decisions soil reports for our fertilizer use and, and needs and uh just not getting too crazy but pushing what we need to be successful do you use any soil sensors we don't. Okay. Not yet. Uh, no, no, no. I love that. Because yeah. I agree. I think from what I've been told, the soil sensors have actually been very, very helpful when it comes to not just like moisture and whatnot, but being able to reduce it. I think someone said like 25% when it came to like the water they were using. I was mm -hmm. like, that's a big number. Mm -hmm. um, so technology has gotten crazy and it's getting even more crazy and i i'm just trying to i'm trying to see the cool things from the high school level you know type thing like you were saying so yeah. uh but no i i couldn't agree more with the technology being a game changer for a lot of things gps spray rigs i think will save a lot of things including the optics of putting out herbicides and stuff like that so um I think we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, some, again, son knows this from what we've done before. Obviously, this is t geared towards our kids. Um, we asked these two questions. Um, the first one is... <laughs> I think I'm nervous. Now. It's not bad. No, no. It's a good question, right? <laughs> um, what, the first one is, when you first started your job in turf, what would be one thing you would want to know? Not maybe to make things easier or better, just sort of a no going into it firsthand. Oh, goodness. I was 19 in my first job in turf. Uh, what did I want to know? Just from all your experiences, what you've seen. What I would what, tell somebody? Well, you tell yourself. The next one's what you tell somebody. Don't take it personally. <laughs> That's because huge. I've, I've gotten to that point now, but I was so self-conscious and so nervous and so wallflower that it was hard to just do it 
So just don't be afraid and put yourself out there, as hard as it is. Absolutely. You've got the support in this industry, so don't be afraid. Just go for it. So Liz is here, obviously, one of my students. The She's last... killing it, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. She's so excited. She's been, like, giddy all She's got permagrin. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the biggest grin on her <laughs> yes. face. It's so... Exactly. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the last question is, for someone like Liz or some of my kids who want to join the industry, what would be your best words of advice for them? Sort of coming out of that high school, maybe going to college or right into the workforce, what would be your best words of advice for them moving forward? Soak it in. Um, that's not really advice. Um, enjoy the moment, you know? Enjoy the moment. Um, take care of your body. That's a big one. Because, and I had people tell me this when I first started, and I kind of, I heard them, but I didn't take it to heart, and... Things hurt now. Um, so Leah's half deaf, apparently. <laughs> so, so really, take care of your body. Um, use the park patrol picker if you can. You know, we we had a safety person, a safety administrator. I don't know for the city of Phoenix that called it the power zone. He was like, <laughs> he didn't say lift with your legs. He was like, bring it into your core and use your body. Mm-hmm. And as a female. I had to do that anyway because I'm not somebody who can just whoa yeah <laughs> and have a bag of turfus over yeah, yeah. excuse me any kind of product I'm not trying to sell anything um, a over fifty my pound shoulder. bag the a thing that's always on things always stuff. on the resume <laughs> yep. um, just be smart about things um, don't be afraid to ask for help uh, don't try to pick up the home plate mat by yourself if you can't it's not a judgment it's it's a reality um, just take care of yourself. Ask the questions, um, and if you need a nap, get a nap. That because might be the will, best words of advice I've ever heard on this we podcast. Will, <laughs> we will push ourselves and give. Uh, what did what did Chris say yesterday? I'll make any excuse to go to the ballpark. Like I will take any excuse, and it's not because you don't love your family or your personal life, but we care so much. Absolutely. So make sure you get some balance in there. Um, I think I am babbling now. No, 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 (laughs) no, it's great. Uh, I think a lot of people burn themselves out way too much in this industry, not in like a bad way or a judgmental way to anyone, but like you want to do the best you possibly can. And sometimes that pushes you way past the limit of what should be done, you know? So I couldn't agree with you more. Um, son, what do you, what do you got on a brand new, uh, words of advice? (laughs) Uh, so what I would have liked to have known or been better at was mm-hmm. putting myself out there asking questions and understanding that people really do want to share their knowledge. Happy to answer questions, happy to talk turf, happy to talk problem-solving skills and yeah. stuff like that. So I've, I was very shy as well. still am a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, the information sharing, um, it's legit. It's for real. Call anybody anytime. Call me anytime and, and happy to try to help walk through some stuff. Always. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, that wraps on the podcast for this one. We'll be 